0: You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HT
1: Smartcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Why Not Mint Money. This is Neil Borate, and joining me today are Siddhan Chen and Sayyam from Blue Ford Financial, a wealth management firm. Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. Welcome Sudan. and again. Thank you so much, Neem. So today we're going to discuss um, a pretty seminal event in the mutual fund industry, which is the resignation of Prashant Jain from HDFC Mutual Fund. He was there for nearly two decades and so this is quite a big change for hdfc investors and the mutual fund industry in general um so Sudant, what is prashant jain's legacy um you know what are his high points what are his losses how do you see
0: it right neil thanks uh, so prashant jain is probably uh, the biggest celebrity we have in the mutual fund universe right uh, in terms of fund manager He's the closest thing we have to maybe like say a Peter Lynch from Fidelity in the US. Uh, He's been around for 30, 31 years and anyone who has remotely anything to do with the mutual fund space uh, knows exactly who Prashant Jain is and what he's been doing. Um, Personally, uh, I think, you know, people look at him as a conservative, dependable and a consistent fund manager, right? And uh, for me, his legacy is that he's been instrumental in building trust in the mutual fund institution, right? Um, we have to understand that he started working um, at a time where people didn't really know what mutual funds or the markets were at all. Right? We are a country who was marred with uh, stock market scams. Right? We had the Harshad Mehta scam. Uh, we've had so many of those and this is precisely when uh, Prashant Jain started. So he started at a time where people weren't confident of what the stock markets are. He started uh, at a time where, where people weren't sure how to invest. And he, you know, he helped people build trust in the mutual fund institution which is I think a huge win so that is his true legacy for me right as far as um, what funds he's managed and how his performance has been we all know that he's, you know, he's he looked at HGFC mutual fund as a whole he's been the cio uh, and they've been managing about 4 lakh crores right so which is which is huge uh, amount they've grown that from about 100 120 odd crores when they were at century mutual fund which was taken over, over by zurich which was then taken over by egfcm mutual fund right um, his, so he's been at the forefront of telling people um, proving with example, um, you know, and working behind the curtains to show uh, that mutual funds do work. Um, and this is probably one of the best investments you can, uh, you know, get into. Um, so, for us, that is his legacy. Right. Um, and that is that is that that is something that he's managed to do on his own, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, and famously,
1: yeah. I think he avoided the dot-com bubble. And uh, even in the 2000, 2000- Three, uh, two thousand seven. He didn't go on. He didn't go big on real estate stocks, which
0: were back then the superstars. Absolutely, Absolutely. Um, uh, So he, he got into uh, IT stocks just at the right time, if I remember correctly. He started loading up on them and in you know nineteen ninety seven and just before the two thousand uh, dot com crash uh, in nineteen ninety nine, he actually uh, sold off all of his dot com and all of his IT stocks. Um, and at that point again you know there was a lot of criticism as to why he's doing that because the, the bubble was still expanding right but he got out just before that um and that is a testament to his uh, conviction and to how he used to manage his fund which is a very value oriented style of investing uh, similarly like you said in in 2003 to 2008 um, you know he's he loaded on a lot of infra stocks and got got out just before the 2008 crash uh, so, people, um, you know, often judge him and forget these two events, um, they, they judge him by the last five years or seven years, where HDFC has underperformed a little bit. But because of his style of investing and because of his conviction, um, he's added immense value. And because of these, uh, like I said earlier, he's managed to create a lot of trust in the mutual fund industry. Because about 30-40% of the portfolios used to have HGFC funds, you know, or even when I started my career in 2016. Uh, 2014 to 2016, you know, a lot of I've seen a lot of portfolios had HGFC Mutual. So because of these two events, you know, he created a lot of trust. Uh, he uh, made a lot of value for his investors.
1: Sure. Now let's also look at the flip, the flip side of Prashant Jain's career, which is his almost rigid adherence to uh, what he defined as value stocks. Typically, those are, those were utilities or PSUs. And that led to long periods of underperformance as well. And the most notorious period of underperformance is the 2016 to 20 period. How, how do you see that kind of fund manager is, you know, can that kind of style work in today's past shifting markets? So, um, Neil, the, the, the thing with Prashant Jain was that he was very much focused
2: on his particular philosophy of investing which we, we, you know, call as value investing. Um, he's not someone that changed or chased, uh, returns or performance. He said that uh, philosophy is the most important thing and he was particularly good at filtering out noise. Um, when addressed this question to himself, he said that there's no fund manager or no investment style, uh, which will continuously perform well. There will be any, every style, uh, you'll see a period of, uh, continuous underperformance.
1: So, yeah yeah so he had a style and and he stuck to his guns even with these long spells of underperformance um but um you don't you don't see that as a major issue um so now that's about prashant jain now let's look at the plan that hdfc has in place now now that he is going um are you con- are you confident about hdfc maintaining its
0: returns i don't think that hdfc has any shortage of talent right uh, the person who is taking over prashant's role is Chirag tikalwar uh, and he's been around for two plus decades uh, in in the mutual fund as well uh, in in the fund house right um, he's somebody who's managed flagship funds like midcap opportunities um, you know which manages a good 20000 plus crores there's hdfc small cap fund um, so, so you know uh, these are very seasoned fund managers. Um, second in line would be Shobhit Merotra, if I'm not wrong. Um, so, uh, you know, there's no shortage of talent. Like I said, also what we've seen uh, with Navneet Manohar coming in as the MD and CEO, uh, you know, a while back. Like what we've seen is HDFC, and it's not just limited to LGFC. A lot of mutual funds are now going towards a most pro- more more pro- process oriented, um, you know, setup rather than a star fund manager setup. Like we know Prashant Jain has had been the star for the last thirty years. Uh, But there's always, you know, uh, a time for a regime change um, and that's always for the better because that brings in new ideas and new processes. Um, I was reading uh, an interview of Manish Gunwani from Nippon lately and he was talking about how uh, mutual fund houses have moved from uh, a tennis match to now a football um, sort of match, right? Uh, Tennis is about one player and, you know, they have to perform well. So, they're the star on the field. Uh, but football, it has to be a team effort, right? So we're seeing this as in, in a lot of fund houses, and I, and I suspect this would be the same case for the CFC as well now, where there would be uh, a responsibility would be more spread out to several different fund managers. They're going to be accepting of a lot more styles, uh, right? So each team will be bringing particular ideas and processes in mind. Um, it will not just be so value-oriented like it used to be. Um, their funds will also include some growth-oriented funds, some value-oriented funds, some want funds that will be a mix of both. Um, some new thematic funds. So, I think as has realized that, uh, you know, the, the past five to seven years has been somewhat of a teacher and and I think they will only do well from here.
1: Yeah, true. Which actually brings me to, um, you know, the shift that has happened in the industry over the past, you know, decade or so that earlier individuals and their decisions were extremely important and people bought into funds because they had faith in those individuals and now, you know, there is a more institutionalized setup coming across the board so does that render this whole uh, kind of focus on individuals out of date whether it be prashant jain or anybody else Um, and do you think that you know passive funds have something to do with it the fact that alpha is falling across the board so it doesn't matter if prashant jain is in charge or or somebody else is in charge that alpha is gone I think so.
2: So yes, uh, we are moving from from celebrity fund managers to more of a team, uh, more process oriented. Of course, it's very difficult to for any one person to fill the shoes of Prashant Jain, but as a team collectively, it's something they can do and something that they've been working towards. Not just with HDFC, we're seeing that across fund houses, uh, we're seeing that across industry, where where the process is what matters more. Um, of course, the person at the top has to set the process in place and, and, um, and bring the right people in. But yeah, it's more about the process and the team now and you know, we're seeing those results. More process-oriented funds are doing consistently better. And I
0: think also because uh, the market has become uh, complex, right? This transition from celebrity fund manager's to process is only natural because the market is only becoming more uh, complex, it's becoming deeper. Uh, we're seeing globalization we're not where when uh, one market does not work in isolation. You know, uh, our markets are connected uh, globally to several other markets as well. So no one person can take care uh, of these assets anymore, right? And also with the advent of... Um, you know, new mutual fund houses, um, foreign mutual fund houses coming into India, like we've seen um, Mirai doing pretty well. Uh, we've seen Nippon coming in. So these have also set an example uh, by um, for the Indian fund houses at, because, you know, they've been around for a much longer time. Investco is another example uh, where process works better than a celebrity fund manager. I think that a celebrity fund manager, um, is required to create trust, especially in the 90s and the early 2000s. Like I said, you know, Indians didn't have a lot of trust in the stock markets. So, uh, it's only natural, it's only human behavior to see a face and trust them, right? Because you cannot see an institution, you you don't know what's happening inside an institution. But once that trust is established, it's natural for it to go from a human or a celebrity uh, to an institution uh, where it's a lot more process-oriented. So I think we're going to get a lot of uh, so uh, you know while right, right. celebrity. So then
1: let's let's address the second part of the debate, which is you know is there alpha to be had whether it's Prashant Jain or anybody else? Um, is that time just over? I don't think that alpha creation is over.
0: That is not my uh, sense. I think that large cap as a category will not be able to create alpha. So uh, you know investors should stay away from large cap investing. simply because. They have to invest 80% of the assets in the first 100 stocks uh, by market cap, so it's very difficult for that category to create alpha. However, on the flexi cap side, mid cap side, and small cap side, I think there's plenty of scope for alpha creation. India is still a market uh, which is not as developed as the US or European markets. Uh, you know, we still have a lot of corporate governance issues. We still have information that benefits, uh, you know, fund managers. Um, so, I, I and you know, from uh, speaking to these fund managers personally, we get a sense that for the next five to 10 years, they're still confident of creating an alpha. Of course, alpha doesn't come in you know, six months or one year, but if you look at the longer term horizon of three years or five years, um, these a lot of these fund managers are confident of still uh, creating an alpha. So, I would say your portfolio needs to be a mix of um, uh, uh, maybe direct equity stocks and some passive funds for your large cap exposure. However, for your mid and small cap exposure, um, you know, uh, fund managers still have a very, very active role to play. Do you recommend
1: HDFC funds to your clients and have you done so before or like
0: how how has that changed? HDFC used to be, um, you know, constant recommendation back in 2014-15, but uh, uh, at Blueford Financial, we like to stick to uh, funds which are a little more growth oriented, uh, you know, a little higher quality. Um, that's why what we found ourselves doing is we've reduced our allocation to these HGFC funds, um, you know, gradually over time. In fact, we started before the underperformance happened uh, since 2019. In fact, we have not had a lot of HGFC funds, to be honest, in our in our recommendations.
1: Right. Let's look at how Prashant Jain was as a person. So, Sayam, you have a nice anecdote to share about, about him. Uh,
2: so, I was very fortunate to meet uh, Prashant Jain. In a personal meeting many years ago, this was right at the beginning of my career as an equity research analyst. Um, and the one thing that really stood out to me was how down to earth and how humble he was as a person. He was he was very happy to answer all of my questions. He didn't seem to be in a rush to move on at all. Uh, there was no air of pride about him, and and he was very honest with his answers. He wasn't he didn't just give the answers that a new person in the industry would want to hear. He, he was very forthcoming. He, he told me that this is a tough industry. It's gotten quite competitive over time and it's something that will require a lot of hard work and um, and diligence and you have to stick to your principles. Um, so that was very oh, yeah. helpful. That was career advice for me right in the beginning. And yeah. just the fact that he was willing to take time out to speak to a complete stranger um, and you know, give that sort yeah. of advice that, that really helped me in my career. Yeah.
1: And that's how a should be, at least a good one. All right. Exactly. Uh, yes. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Uh, it was a pleasure having you.
0: Thanks so much, Neil. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having us, Neil.
1: This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.